Hey folks, it's Marvin Cash, the host of the Articulate Fly, and we're back with another East Tennessee Fishing Report with Ellis Ward. How you doing, Ellis? I'm doing well, Marv. How are you? As always, just trying to stay out of trouble, and early spring continues in East Tennessee. It does. I was looking out the window this morning, um, and uh, some of the pink flowers are blooming. They, they kind of, we started to see the buds last week, but they're they're fully flowers now, so pretty cool. Fittingly, March 1st. Yeah, interesting too, you know, though we were talking about that, it's not translating into epic hatch activity. Yeah, you know, um, these rivers in, in the spring and and in the fall, um, they they just go through some some transition. Um, they get they're fed by big lakes. They you know the, these they're they're part of a bigger ecosystem and and they're influenced by changing you know specifically changing temperatures and that changes oxygen levels. So um, number a number of working theories there, but um, suffice it to say that. We have, you know, our, our temperatures are both warm and stabilizing, and it, it's looking, you know, we have a little bit of a, a warmer pocket right now with some 70-degree days, but just looking at the, the 3, 5, and 10-day, um, I'd be surprised to to see temperatures below freezing for, for any number of hours, even middle of the night, um, until next fall. You know, save a little cold snap. Um, so, if the the transition were to be over, I've actually been in doing some tying and prepping for the last two days. But going out today, and if I were to see what I've been expecting, which is a lot of blue wings and probably trickling in some some of the other bugs, um, it wouldn't surprise me. But we're especially with all the rainfall, we're, we're queued up for a really healthy and happy spring here. Yeah. And then have, uh, have the Lakers basically finished dropping back down to the lake? Uh, yeah. And the way we fish them is because Boone Lake is 30 feet lower, we're, we're kind of fishing in, in the lake bottom. Um, the lake it has started to come back up. So the Tennessee Valley Administration um, or the authority, the TVA, is raising lake levels. They started that last week and definitely still fishable. Um, the really fun part about the first couple weeks of that fishing is that they are post-spawn uh, lake fish. So those two things combined make it when it gets bitey, uh, those fish, one, have just finished spawning all the way upstream, and two, they're lake fish. They aren't seeing, you know, dozens of guideboats every day for six to eight months out of the year. So they're, you know, said another way, they're unpressured and they're really hungry. Uh, that type of fishing is is basically over. But um, spring, just with the biomass in the system and, and things are, 
even with this transition and afterwards, there's stuff just starts to move. And then you got the stripers coming up and it's yeah, we're we're right, we're knocking on the door right now. Yeah, it doesn't get a whole lot better than that. I have a question for you from James, which I thought was pretty interesting. He wanted to get your thoughts on what you look for when you're fishing slack water stretches on tailwaters. Sure. Um, first thing I'm looking for is risers. So when I, let's say, drop down into a, a chute and go through the little riffle or whatever, I'm, I'm either putting on the brakes with some back rows or drop an anchor and, and I'll just sit there. For a few minutes, you know, when, when it's where it's kind of calm after the riffly water and look out on the flat. And if I start seeing risers, I'll, you know, it's not like I'm going to have some magical idea by looking at the water, but I, I'm, it's, should I be throwing, uh, you know, a 20 or are we looking at tying on a 26? Um, those risers are, are generally, especially in that slack water. You can have shots of bigger fish there. It can be really challenging. Uh, those fish, it's like fishing a spring creek. Um, they have so much time to not only investigate your fly, but the, the number of bugs that they're seeing go by their face. They're, they're really not in a hurry to come up and eat something with a hook on it. So that's the first thing I'm doing. Um the next thing, and I'll try not to be biased because I kind of know the, the the places I like to fish. Um, sort of obvious answer, I'm looking for structure. And, and that can be weed beds out in the middle of the flat, even if it's shallow, even if it's clear. Um, and a lot of these, you know, on, on these tailwaters, you'll have these weed beds in like the low water level, what, what I would call the secondary bank when the water's up. And, you know, the, the fish will, that's, it's deeper and colder. And those are the cut banks that you really can't see, especially when the water's up. But even when the water's low, those weed beds that some of them have, the, the tops of the weeds are actually exposed, but it's protected from the sun. It's protected from predators. It's a couple feet deep. Um, and you know, I, I started smacking weedless soft plastics down on them um, a couple of years ago just to see what was going on. And sure enough, got some got some evidence that there are fish in there. Um, and I said this last time, a, a good way to entice them out is to go to go pretty big. It, it's typically less of a visual enticing at first um if you have the opportunity to stop and look for any fish cruising or sitting in the lane it's going to be pretty tough if they're bigger fish in those pieces of slack water but um you know you, you can get pretty creative and do some stuff with intermediate floating line fishing really small crawfish and things of that nature yeah, pretty neat. And you know, folks, we love questions on the Articulate Fly. You can email them to us. You can DM us on social media. If we use your question, I will send you some Articulate Fly swag, and you're going to get a drawing for two days of fishing with Ellis and one night spending the night at Brownie's Place, Watauga River Lodge. And uh, 
Ellis, I, I know because I reposted it on, on Instagram, you got a batch of bucktails, but they're going fast. Yeah, um, the naturals are almost gone, and I had uploaded the dyed, but the categorization on the website, I need to hire someone in IT. Um, it, you know, it, it's it's fixed now, and um, yeah, there's there's only a handful left. It was it was a slow year, sort of all around, but um, some real nice ones up there. And I am, oddly enough, already looking forward to next year. Yeah, there you go. Uh, you can buy all your writ dye on discount now, right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> you want to let folks know where they can find you so they can book in fish with you this season? Yeah. Uh, you can message or message me on Instagram at Ellis Ward Guides. Um, my website is ellisworthflies.com. I'll consolidate those names at some point. And then the the easiest way, most direct way to reach me is my cell phone at 513-543-0019. Yeah, well, there you go. Well, listen, folks, it's getting warm. It's, spring is here, even though it's a little bit early. You owe it yourself to get out there and catch a few. Tight lines, everybody. Tight lines, Ellis. Appreciate it, Mark.